0: Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Tornadoes, hurricanes, and break-ins. Oh my. All the reasons that you would need to file a homeowner's insurance claim are stressful and unpleasant. Just look at what's happening in the Northeast this week. While most people have homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance, many do not have the proper documentation to ensure that they're going to receive the maximum amount possible when they file a claim. Today's tips will help you learn the steps that you need to take before the disaster happens to be certain that you can prove your losses to your insurance company. First, this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks, with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com CEO. Now, back to the tips. Tip number one, document what you own. I know you're an honest person. Your mom knows you're honest, but the person on the other end of the phone at your insurance company doesn't know that you're honest. They have to operate under the assumption that you are going to try and add in lots of things that you don't really own into your claim after a disaster. The insurance companies have standard amounts that most homes fall into, kind of like an average of how many people live in your type of home. If your claim is above that standard claim amount, you better be able to prove why. To document your belongings, simply start taking pictures or videos of your stuff. Walk through your home and get images of your property, especially bigger ticket items, like electronics, appliances, and even clothes. The more high price items you have, the more detailed you need to be with this process. If you have a collection of Louis Vuitton luggage and purses, get pictures of the entire set as well as the inside and outside of each bag to prove they're real and not knockoffs. Make sure you also get the condition of each item fully documented too. Even the items that aren't designer but are still above average cost should be documented in this detailed way. I'm talking about things like your $300 kitchen mixer, the $600 cookware set, or the fancy $800 vacuum. You can get all of these items for under $50 at discount stores, So you need to be ready to prove that your items cost 10 times that much. For all electronics and appliances, make sure to document the make and model number. This may seem like overkill if you already have the pictures of the items, but remember that you are going to have to prove you really do own these items, rather than simply keeping them in your home. Besides, if your natural disaster comes in the form of a burglar, the model numbers could help the police track down your items if they get pawned or sold. Tip number two. Document the value. The most common way people try to document their purchases is by saving their receipts. This may be sufficient if you need to return the item to the store, but you need to go a little more high tech if you really want to prove ownership of your possessions on an insurance claim. Think about it. If you save all the paper copies of your receipts, what happens if your house burns down? Before you file away the receipts, take pictures of them and upload them into a web-based digital storage otherwise known as the cloud. This way you can access them from any computer connected to the internet. Tech Talker's episode on an introduction to the cloud has more info on how to back up your data quickly, easily, and automatically. For jewelry, antiques, and collectibles, a receipt may simply not be enough. You'll likely need to take these items to a professional to be appraised. This will give you a current market amount of what your items are worth. If it's been a few years since your items were appraised, you'll want to have it done again. The value of jewelry has changed dramatically in the last few years with the increase of gold and silver prices. Antiques and collectible values change as well, so if you wanna prove the real value of your pieces, make sure their appraisals are fairly current. Then, to keep the appraisal documents safe, make sure that they're in a fireproof safe, or even better, a safe deposit box at a bank. That way, no matter what happens to your home, you'll be able to get to this documentation in a pinch. Tip number three, get the right coverage. Now that you have everything documented, it's time for a sit-down talk with your insurance agent. In this meeting, present all the documentation that you have so your agent can make sure that your policies will cover the value of the items you own. If you got your insurance policy years ago as a newlywed who just moved into your first home, you likely have accumulated a number of electronics and other high-value items over the years. Make sure that your insurance policy reflects that. Also, some items have limits that the insurance company will reimburse. Most basic homeowners and renters' policies will only reimburse $1,000 to $2,500 for jewelry. For many people, that doesn't even cover their wedding rings. Once you have your appraisals from a jeweler, you can then request a rider policy be added to your homeowners' and renters' insurance. A rider is a policy that specifically names high-value items that you have disclosed to your agent. Without it, you could be out thousands in the event of a crisis, so take the extra time to make sure that all your valuable items are covered. Finally, Decide if you need additional policies. Flood insurance is a separate policy, so if you live in an area that is susceptible to flooding, or if there's even just a slight chance, you'll wanna make sure that you have the additional policy. While we all hope that we're never hit by a natural or man-made disaster, a little preparation can go a long way to protect your belongings. Take a weekend to get everything documented. It's a little investment of time that can have major payoff in the case of a disaster. Have you ever been a victim of insurance policy limitations? Tell us about it on the Domestic CEO Facebook wall or on my Twitter feed at TheDomesticCEO. Thanks again to our advertiser, audible.com. I really have become a huge fan of Audible over the past few months. I spend a lot of time commuting each day, and while music can keep me entertained for a little bit, I feel like I'm actually getting something done if I'm listening to a book while driving across town. Anytime a friend or client recommends a book, I jump on my Audible account get the recommended book, and in less than three minutes, the audiobook is magically on my phone, ready for my next trip. My latest download was Start With Why by Simon Sinek, so I can improve my leadership skills. For Quick and Dirty Tips listeners, Audible is offering a free trial and a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. You could choose Start With Why or one of the other 100,000 titles available at Audible, including many New York Times bestsellers. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com/ceo. That's audiblepodcast.com/ceo. And if you have any questions about anything in this episode or a suggestion for a future podcast, send me an email at domesticceo at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm the domestic CEO helping you love your home.